Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. March 8th. It's International Women's Day today. Whoop, whoop. Happy International Women's Day, ladies. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and it's minus 10 out there. It's going to be a chilly couple of days. I, uh, see, I'm not going to listen to your weather reports ever again. Why? Because I was- Did I do you wrong? Because you're like, it's a balmy three degrees. Yes, turn the volume down, darling. Oh. Very unprofessional. Uh, you, you tell me it's uh, you tell me it's a balmy three degrees yesterday. So I'm like, oh, we're gonna open up the windows. And uh, so I get outside, and it was like the <laughs> worst day of the year. It was an awful day. It got colder, so it, we were at our peak <clears throat> at like five a.m., six a.m. <laughs> was that the peak? Yeah, and then it got colder and windy, and oh my god, the roads were a nightmare. I came home yesterday eve, early evening, and there was so many, like coming back from Edmonton, down into Leduc, there was so many cars in the ditches. Really? The traffic was just crawling, and everywhere where the wind was blowing across the highway was thick ice. And because everybody was crawling, like every time I hit the gas to like go a little bit, it was just like spinning out. Oh, really? Like it was insane. The roads were so bad. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I just went and picked up the kid and yeah. Like Kathleen says, you're on the app. It was like the wind hit, the wind hit like a knife. Yeah. Like little baby bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, that it wasn't the greatest, um, but it's better today. No, it's cold. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be windy or not, but we have a couple chilly days ahead of us. And then if you look at the next two weeks in the forecast, <clears throat> it is going to be gorgeous leading up to, I think, I think like March 21st is like spring <clears throat> solstice, I think. So the two oh. weeks leading up to that is just like really nice weather, kind of hovering around that zero, a little bit above zero. Okay. So. Yeah, we uh, were supposed to have our roof redone at our flip property yesterday. Mm -hmm. Or not redone. They're going to start taking off the, the shingles and, and doing the, the plywood there. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't happening. Otherwise, we would have lost all of our insulation. Yeah. Um, mm. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, sorry for the criticism, but um, that was that was a big shock yesterday when I went out to pick up the kid. You know uh, what? I'm not like I'm not a weather person. I just open my weather app and I tell you what it says. Okay. All right. Well. So cut me a break. <laughs> uh, we got some upcoming events coming up. What's that? Well, we got the. What's first this this weekend? This Sunday? No, we don't have anything this Sunday. Is it this Sunday? Yeah. Wake up. Are you kidding me? Is it seriously this Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought that this meetup, so we got we got a meetup at one of our flip properties. Um, there's the big news. Um, I thought it was like two weeks from now. No, this weekend, this Sunday. Oh, my God. We're welcoming all of you fine folks into our flip house, our flip project. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Um, I had no idea it was this Sunday. I it's it, it, we've been so busy. I I've I've barely been I haven't I'm only checking my calendar for like that that day, um, the day of. I haven't been checking ahead. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so um, one of the things I keep saying is that I haven't advertised that meetup because you know I kind of want everybody to have a chance because the last time I did it, I advertised it just it filled like right away. So there's like some people that I know that really want to go, um, you know, but they don't, I don't know, they're just a little bit slower to, to, to not like, but like 
they're just a little bit slower to getting to registering. And then they're always like, oh, yeah, is that tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, you didn't register? Oh, no, I forgot. It's like, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's it's a free event. You think I'm all good. I'll register later. So if you're thinking about it and you want to come out and check out our newest flip property and you want to meet us and you want to meet other investors um, and you want to network and and talk about your new deals and I don't know, bring your new jacket, then what? That's a good, it's a great opportunity to wear your new jacket. If you got one. So weird. Then, then this Sunday is the Sunday to do it. How many spots are left? Let me Car- check. Carlos this. says the year's almost over, Wayne. The year is almost. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many spots are left. I'm just hitting the refresh and this thing is slow as heck. I think yesterday I saw we were like 65%. Oh, okay. Left. Yeah. We've got about 18 tickets left. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, I'm going to advertise it today, considering. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, the year is almost over. <laughs> we, uh, wow. Okay, cool. Um, we assigned a property yesterday. Yeah. And one of our listeners acquired a property yesterday. Yeah. Congrats, listener. Yeah. I won't talk about <laughs> other people's deals. You can put the pieces together or... Uh, or the listener. Oh, oh, she says thank you. Um, yeah, so we assigned a deal um, yesterday um, to one of our listeners, and uh, and they got their next burr project. Boop boop. Yeah, so they're gonna be burning a townhouse, which is which is very exciting. I'm trying. I'm sorry. I know I seem distracted. Yeah. Um, I didn't plug my phone in last night, so it's on battery saver, and it just keeps like. Is that closing what you're doing on right me, now? and I'm trying to keep my phone open so I can keep up on the comments. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, well, why don't you walk us through how to turn off battery saver? Off I don't know how. <laughs> That's why just, I'm struggling. Yeah, that for you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, what were we talking about? I can fill in now. <laughs> uh, I think Annette got a new Burr, pro, uh, Burr project. Yes. Congrats, Annette and Bradley. That's a really good property. Um, well, we were going to do that property, and then this other flip came up. Yeah. And so we called our contractor and we're like, hey, buddy, can you, you can do, do both? You do two at the same time, right? Right. You got this, right? And um, he's yeah, like. he doesn't have guys and yeah. Well, we could have. We had, we, we just got to find another crew. Yeah. And just with the short notice, we weren't expecting both properties to pop up at the same time. Um, and I said, well, if you had to choose, which one do you want? And he goes, uh, the one close to my house. Yeah. All right. He fine. lives in St. Albert, so. So. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody wins, right? Win, win, win. Win, 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 win. Um, Annette says she hasn't seen it yet. This is the second purchase site unseen. Oh, Annette. Darling, I don't think I've ever seen one of our properties before we purchased it. <laughs> so, such a, I don't know, is that a man thing? I got this, babe, I got this. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a partnership thing. Yes, it's a that's partnership true. thing. When as long you, as one person goes and sees it and is confident in it, and yeah. As you continue to grow, you guys need to divide and conquer. Sometimes someone has to stay home with the kids, and yeah. sometimes someone goes out and looks at the property. It's and it's vice versa. Gabby went out yesterday, <clears throat> and I stayed at home. Right. Yeah. So um, I had to pick up the kid after school, so I headed out. You just kind of you know divide and conquer. You take on different. Okay, can you finish my sentence for me while I clear my throat? My goodness. <laughs> uh, D- d- divide and conquer. Yeah, I think that's what I was yeah. saying. Um, <laughs> did I do okay? Yeah, you did good. Did good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's tough doing uh, yeah. a morning podcast. Yeah. Um, but Annette, I did see this property that um, you guys picked up. I, I got to be present for that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was pretty excited for the renovation. So I hope that, um, that you will like it as well. <clears throat> Fun fact about the area. So uh, that property... <laughs> Um, as you as you walk out, uh, take two steps, maybe maybe ten steps uh, west, you can see the property where Gabby and I met. Where we fell in love. Yeah, it's right across the street from where I moved into when I first moved to Alberta, and, and where Gab- I moved into when I first moved to Alberta. Exactly. She'd be how long you you been living there? A couple months. Something like that. No, I'd been there a while. Oh, okay. Because cool. I I moved in two thousand six. When did you move? 2008. Oh, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Been there a couple of years. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, that's where we met. Um, yeah, there's a story behind it. Gabby, the girl next door. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. 
You betcha. Um, <laughs> I was the perv next door. Who got invited over on my birthday for Jello Shooters? Yolo. <laughs> uh, yeah, but when uh, when I saw the address, I'm like, I I know where that is. I know where that is. Um, yeah. So that's uh, it's very exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing that renovation that you guys are doing. I'm mm-hmm. also looking forward to seeing you guys finish the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? What else? Okay. So we're sorry. We were talking about the investor meetup. That's what we talked about. And uh, <laughs> what? All over the know. place Just this how, morning? Yeah. <laughs> All over the place? How we get places. I don't know. Um, we got uh, Brandy uh, is calling in here. Can't tell if it's a, a missed... Uh, a slipped finger or not, but uh, we'll we'll answer that call in just a second here. Uh, then the cabin retreat is the other upcoming event. Yeah. So is it is it sold out? Did you check? I forgot to check. <laughs> I forgot to check. There might be a spot left. April first to third. Yeah. So that's yeah. um. Well, that's coming up just as quickly as everything else that I thought was not coming up quickly. <laughs> if that makes any sense. That there is in one, two, three, four weeks four weekends from now so if you are ready for an amazing weekend and ready or maybe maybe you're maybe you're really 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 stuck and you can't seem to figure out why all these courses just don't seem to be you know put together they don't seem to be you know providing you with the solution you don't seem to be moving forward forward. get get to the retreat do it okay it's uh Oh, Brandy says she's ready for the retreat. Maybe that's why she's calling in. Let her in, buddy. Okay, I'll let her in. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm up. I'm awake. (laughs) Always are. Um, We have a question. Um, It's been, we have two properties, like we're five doors coming to us on the 15th of March. Everything's been delayed. Um, and basically sellers are now wanting to walk away. Oh, so we found, uh, my background is we need a buy level and we found our house for us and the seller, it was a private deal. Mm -hmm. And now the seller wants to walk away because there's no inventory for him to get into. (sighs) And so we're just basically today at noon, we have to take off financing. We know we're going to get it, but our mortgage broker just doesn't have the hundred percent. So we want to know like the pros and cons of removing conditions. Um, if we decide to at noon today, we don't get actually get the property till May 1st. So there's lots of time. Okay. Okay. Hmm. This is, this is a private conversation that I would normally have. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, well, so you need an answer. You need, need an answer. Um, I don't like telling people to do risky things, but I also know that there's lots of backup options. Um, it, does this house, this, this is a home? home? This is a home that makes it so I don't have to have stairs um, because of my MS. And yeah. we've been looking for a couple of years for a property that would work for us. And we found this one off market. Okay. I say, I say pull conditions. Um, if you feel confident about your financing, um, mm-hmm. oh God, I hate, I hate doing things like this on the podcast. But uh, if you feel confident about your finances and the broker feels confident, then worst case scenario, I think that anyone who has a decent credit rating and decent DCR uh, and everything else, you fit all the other criteria worst case you can go to a b lender you know what i mean or get bridge financing for a few weeks you know what i mean if you're not able to you can get some high interest bridge financing and i can set you up with the right brokers for that um just to get you over you know the finish line and then worst case you know um you know you can refinance afterwards if that makes sense yeah so what's the real problem here? Is it um, being worried about removing conditions without it being finalized? Or is it that the seller is wanting to back up? The seller is wanting to back out. Um, yeah. It's been very difficult. And it's a private sale, so I get a lot mm. of it fell on us. Um, but when we asked him for documents, he basically, oh, go get them at the city. But no, yeah. buddy, you need to give us the tax documents so that we can know the exact amount. <laughs> Um, the other thing is like, if we weren't able to get financing, it's also something that we could wholesale. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, 
who wants um, to wholesale the house that works for them? But ah, <laughs> uh, I have a story. Yeah, we had a okay. seller. We had a seller. Um, yeah, that we were going to move into the house, and they they backed out like in the what eleventh hour. Yeah. So <laughs> I learned something through this experience that um, you have a signed agreement, right? And and just as much as you are obligated to close in that property, once you remove conditions, right? Um, you are obligated to, to buy that property and the seller is obligated to sell you that property. However, if a seller changes their mind after the fact, say after you remove conditions, a week before you take possession, uh, I've been told that no judge in Canada will ever force someone to sell their home. Fair enough. Which was which was news to me. So I said, "Well, hang on a second. I'm supposed to because we were supposed to be moving into this house, and they they changed their mind like days before, and said, you know what? Talk to my lawyer. They said I don't have to sell it. I'm like, yeah, you do. We got a purchase contract. We remove conditions. Like we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but I'm not selling my house. So I asked my lawyer. I said, what's my options? And they said you can take them to court, but just know that." no judge will ever force them to sell their house if they don't want to their home if they don't want to. And he said, what you'll be able to get is get any expenses that you have incurred. So property inspection. um, If you hired a moving truck that you can't cancel, if you put all your stuff into storage, if you, if you sold your other house and now you have no place to live, you can go after them for your living expenses until you find a suitable replacement of a home that is similar in value, but they will not force them to sell. So I don't want to scare you, but I also want to give you that because that's something that I was not aware of and it could potentially happen. I don't want to see you be put in the same situation. Um, and then of course you have to take them to court for all of this stuff and it's a long, lengthy process. So usually not worth it. Definitely not worth it. We, we were able, like we could have gone after this seller for 1200 bucks, which just wasn't worth it to file. So I, my, in my opinion, I would, I try and smooth it over with the seller. Yeah. And maybe you remind them that like, you know, if the possession isn't until May 1st, that, um, you know, there's probably going to be more inventory hitting, hitting the market like soon, like mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks, I'd say. Um, yeah. yeah. His concerns are, his concerns are bridge financing and it's something that we can tell him, but he's an old guy that just doesn't get it. Um, so it's like, we're trying to figure out what his needs are, uh, like he needs a place to live. Well, we have another property that he could temporarily move into, but then you're just getting too emotionally involved. Yeah. Can you, okay. Uh, can you be flexible on the, on the possession date until he finds a place? We could try, but he's looking for the fall and I have a feeling that he wants to look to fall and then jack up the price. Oh, D bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's um, that's rough. It, it, you know what? Whenever it's a private sale, you always have this kind of risk because yeah. if realtors are involved, I don't know they they just have better ethics. You know what I mean? And they wouldn't really let a client do this. You know what I mean? They would. They're they they have they almost always see things through. They make sure that things uh, yeah. follow through. But when it's private, you know, yeah, a seller can just be a dink. Um, that's a tough one. Um, but I think as far as, you know, there's two there's two parts to that question, obviously. The first part is that, yes, I will go ahead and remove conditions. I, I And, like, I can help you through that process. I can link you up with uh, some bridge financing as well. I mean, you can find a B lender last minute, like, worst case scenario if – because I, I – I, okay, so I have to say one more thing. The reason why I'm so – um, hesitant to say something like that is I have no idea about your financial situation and you might have like a 400 credit score and here I am telling you to remove conditions and I don't like I don't I don't know your situation so it's not it's not fair to me and not fair to you for you to take my advice that way without me knowing you know, yeah. if you actually do qualify some people say oh yeah I qualify but they have no idea what's going on I don't think that's you but that's that's why I'm hesitant so so please I mean talk to your broker um uh, and, and 
are you using a broker or, or um, are you straight with the mortgage lender? We are with Keith Uth um, out of Calgary. <clears throat> and Keith kind of gave you a thumbs up? He gave us a thumbs up, but he just couldn't guarantee by um, lunchtime today. Like Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I feel pretty good about that. Um, Keith knows what he's talking about. Um, Sometimes you're just waiting on the lender to like <clears throat> give give the final like instructions or like whatever yeah so it's like it's good like it's going through it, it's just timing wise rate. i don't know when it'll when it'll hit yeah yeah, yeah. and a pre-approval isn't technically a guarantee either right um if you get a pre-approval it's just like yes all, all this considered in most cases we would approve this but they still have the right to not give you a mortgage um which is something that nobody ever really deals with but i think that if you're pre-qualified um, by, by Keith. Um, even if this lender doesn't give you a pre-approval, you should be able to find another lender. I, I feel pretty confident about that but based on what okay. I know, uh, as far as the seller. Uh, yeah, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, my position. <laughs> we'll have to work our magic on them. Yeah. Charm, charm, charm the crap out of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go shuffle his driveway <laughs> it's a big driveway <laughs> oh. <laughs> totally good though awesome well, I, well thank um, you guys we're thanks for calling in brandy crossing our fingers for you mm-hmm. okay thank you <laughs> all right bye-bye that's giving me terrible deja vu yeah yeah big time um i think there was a couple comments or questions while that was going on just wanted to go back and see that. Or you I, I lost my elastic, so I was wandering around the room trying to find where I dropped it. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the question was... Oh, um, yeah, I did see this come through. So when you were talking about how um, no judge would make somebody, you know, sell their home, right? Uh, Jeremy asked in the Podbean app here in the chat, he asked, <clears throat> would that extend to rental properties as well or just for primary residents? Well, the statement was was a general statement. Um, so, I mean, technically by law, you're supposed to, you're obligated to yeah, sell. Yeah, you but, signed a, an agreement. But. but, you know, there's always going to be discretion, you know, in a court of law. You know, when you've got a family that's on the other side that's crying because, you know, they planted that apple tree and little Jimmy's been eating apples off of it ever since he was yay high. You know what I mean? Like, that's if someone changes their mind that's their home it's it's yeah it that's a no judge wants to be associated with that um so as far as investment properties i think that it would be different but again this is all no one can say for certain yeah um but primary residents i i think uh, more likely than than investment properties that's my opinion yeah the amount of emotion in primary residences when they've been owned for a long time is crazy. Like one of the ladies in our mastermind um, la- mastermind group last night um, is is looking at an off, off market deal. Deal. Sorry, I'm stuttering over my words mm-hmm. and dealing with the seller directly and just like the like the attachment to it and just like pointing out like the clothesline in the backyard look we have a clothesline in the backyard like just like these two older (laughs) um brother and sister and like yeah that like want nothing to do with realtors but um don't want it to be flipped like all these like they have all these expectations of the property and you know when or how they'd be willing to sell so Mm. yeah i don't know he kind of got a got a play to their emotions i don't like saying play to somebody's emotions but you know what i mean like yeah um, try to, I guess, connect with them on that level. Connect is a good word. Yeah. Instead of play <laughs> or manipulate. Yeah. Um, did, did Brandy say that she's closing on two this month? I thought she said five properties, five doors. She, I think she said, she, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Five doors. Okay. Closing on five doors or you'll have five doors now. Or no, they have they have I think more than that, if I recall from I, I, getting I, to know them. Fourplex in a house, so they're buying a fourplex. Very cool, very, very cool. cool. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, 
taking action. Yeah, they are action takers. Yeah. I'm excited to get to know them a little bit better at this next Goblin Tree. Me too. Cool. Kim, uh, Kim and I have a lot in common. I think that him and I are going to be uh, feeding off each other. Um, both very entrepreneurial. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, what else was there? There was a couple comments. Uh, I think just a lot of support uh, for Brandy. Yeah. Um, everybody just kind of hoping that it works out. Uh, Lindsay had a comment here too. Oh, by the way, for those of you that are wondering what the heck we're talking about. So this is stream live. Broadcast live every morning, Monday to Friday on the Podbean app. Um, so at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, you can pop in. You can listen to the show live. You can get involved in the conversation. You can call in like Brandy did and get your questions answered. I mean, why not? Why not get your questions answered? Heck yeah. Um, God, like I, I can't imagine. I, I try and rewind back to when I was getting started and like having to deal with something like that that Brandy's going through mm-hmm. and not having someone to ask. Mm-hmm. That was extremely stressful for us. Mm-hmm. We made a lot of uneducated decisions. It just based off of the, you know, the limited resources that we had. And, um, you know, to think that like at that time, if I had a question about anything real estate related, I would have asked my non-investor focused realtor. Yeah. That and you was, wouldn't have got, yeah. That was my resources. Yeah. That was my network. So, you know, good for you guys for tuning in live every morning. And even though, even those that are tuning in, you know, to the recording every day, I mean, good for you guys. Um, starting your day off right and getting up early and yeah, hats off and taking advantage of a resource like this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we put it together. That's why we're here every morning is to make sure that you guys don't ever have to, t- <laughs> to make decisions like we made a lot of mistakes early on. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I hope that I hope that that answer provided a little bit of clarity for Brandy to kind of help her get through this today. It's not what it's not an easy one, you know. It's gonna it it's not something she you can't really control the seller. Yeah. Um, but at least you know what could potentially happen to kind of be proactive. Yeah. Um, what did Lindsay say there? Uh, Lindsay says, <clears throat> I hope it all works out, Brandy. After our recent private purchase, I think we'll be paying a preset fee to our realtor to assist in private purchases in the future. The money is worth the help from for someone newer like me. Mm. Um, and yeah, that is a great option. I know that a lot of realtors would be willing to assist in that kind of situation. However, do keep in mind that um, a lot of private sellers are selling privately because they don't want to deal with realtors. And so while they may be able to help you on kind of the back end and, and maybe the paperwork and just kind of like guiding you through things to make sure you do, they probably won't be able to get involved in the conversations with the seller and those types of things. Yeah. So, yeah, just something to kind of keep in mind on that, that front. Uh, Robbie's calling in here. Let's uh, see what Robbie has to say. I know Robbie's working on stuff. You know what? Every a lot of our listeners this morning are working on deals right now. This is actually quite exciting. (laughs) Is that what you're calling in to talk about? What's up, Robbie? Yeah, I have a few questions. Um, So first one is: Are you wondering why I didn't review your assignment contract? No, no. I was tired. Okay. No, no. I got. I I bugged you enough yesterday, and I think uh, again, I goes out to say that the resource that you've been providing me is I can't even. Put a, put a thank you to it. I don't even know how to, to go about that. But um, yeah, my question was uh, just about uh, the RPR. So with this deal I'm working on, uh, the homeowner doesn't have the RPR, but we'd obviously be looking to legalize the basement suite. So does the city need a current RPR in order to um, look at that permit? No. Okay. Awesome. Uh Next question. <laughs> Easiest answer of the year. Wayne had a like giant that. smile on his face. It's like, no. It's <laughs> all I needed. Um, the next one is, is when is it appropriate to submit that permit? Um, just the contractor we're working with, he made it quite clear that uh, he wouldn't start working on anything until the permits were in, just because he's had a lot of uh, people he's worked with previously that are obviously get very frustrated when it's behind schedule, um, j- just because obviously they're usually trying to flip it or something like that. 
but I reassured oh. him that this is something that we're going to be living in. There's no real, if it is a little bit behind, like I understand that. And he said, it's usually due to the permitting process. It's not due to like the construction. Um, mm. So with that being said, when is it appropriate for me to be submitting that uh, for the basement? Would we need possession of it uh, or can we get the ball rolling prior to that? What's that look like? You need, you need to be the owner. Unless, of yeah. course, you can uh, you can work something out with the seller, but you got an off-market deal. I don't know. I think yeah, that'd be too sometimes, complicated. Sometimes sellers are willing to work with you and help you get <clears throat> the um, permit submitted ahead of time. But mm -hmm. um, if you're taking like an assignment of a wholesale deal, then it might be there, like there's now middleman, right? So yeah. it's harder to kind mm -hmm. of have the, that relationship and connection to be able to convince them to do that. Okay. Um, so otherwise, yeah, you need to have possession, which sucks because then you you get take possession, get them in right away, and then wait. <laughs> it's like yeah. you're wasting time, right? That's yeah. interesting about the contractor though, and I can see it from their perspective. But yeah, uh, permit process for secondary suites right now is. Uh, I was just talking to someone about this last week or the week before. They said they're at about eight weeks, I think, seven or eight weeks. They've been waiting. It's backed up oh, again. Yeah, it's backed up big time. So uh, I hope that there's something you can work out with that contractor. At the very least, like, you know, you can get the demo done. You can um, you can get everything all out and ready. Like, you can excavate the concrete, you know, for the plumbing in the basement. There's, like, you can get all the, the framing done. Like, there's so much you can do. But then, like, there's probably about, I'd say, maybe a week and a half to two weeks worth of work. And then you pretty much just have to stop. Um, yeah. because they can't, they can't do anything else are until, you, are you renovating the main floor though? Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking is it's like, it's going to be a big job. So there's probably, uh, you know, a lot to do. Even the garage needs some work and stuff on this one. Oh, so, yeah. um, I imagine we can get it going. And I, I think it was more or less, he was just trying to make his point known politely and, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it was just an initial conversation and everything too. So, you know, once I get the chance to walk through the property with them, I can probably further discuss it and just uh, come to come to an agreement. But, um, you yeah. know, nonetheless, I just wanted to make sure he knew that there was no pressure there because we're not going to be flipping this thing or anything like that. So if it does run a little bit behind schedule, you know, the end, not the end of the world because we're going to be holding it anyway. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that if you, if you had a chat with him, I think he'd be okay with something like that at the very least, like, you know, give them a pinky swear or something like that. You, you won't be mad or yeah. I don't know, you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's exciting though. Um, it sounds, it sounds, yeah, I know that you're going to check that out tonight, aren't you? Yep. It'll be this evening. Right. So yeah. And when's possession? Uh, it'd be April 21st. So some time, the seller needs some time to find a place to live and all that stuff too. So, um, uh, I wonder, see if you can work it out where you can get back in there again, uh, in a few weeks. Like once you've, you know, removed conditions and everything's moving forward, see if you can get your contractor back in there to start doing some measurements and, and, and getting the drawings all set up. Because if your contractor can get all of that done ahead of time, get the application ready. And then the second you got the keys, just go down, you know what I mean? Down to the city. Mm -hmm. Well, you do it online now, actually, um, submit it online right away at the second you, know, you got possession. So that way it's not, you know, you get possession on the, whatever you said, the 18th, on the 19th, the he contractor comes in days, yeah. and, <laughs> and then, you know, then he's got, it needs a couple of days to get the application ready. See if, you know, see if you can get back there in there again to get all that stuff ready so that that way you're being proactive. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Right on, man. Next calling. Of course. Um, Good questions today. Yeah, and lots of comments. Um, who else is working on deals? I know, I know, you guys are working on deals. You know, it's interesting. Varsh, I see you. <laughs> I see you, Varsh. I know you got a deal as well. Congrats. Um, you know, what's interesting is that like everybody that I know that's like currently either like um, <clears throat> waiting for possession or like putting together a deal, it's like everything is off market right now. Yeah, like everything is off market. Because if it's on market, you're not freaking getting it. <laughs> it's like you need to go find them. Yeah. And yeah, so I just, I find that really interesting that that's like, oh, do we have a caller? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think Varsh is calling me. Morning, guys. 
Good morning, Good morning. Parish. Yeah, yeah, I am working on a deal. I am closing. Uh, sorry, uh, I lift all my conditions and uh, I'm getting possession on March 18th. Yeah, so, amazing. What is it? What are you doing? Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing a burr on this. So uh, I'll be basic. So main floor is pretty much done. There are some fixes uh, that are needed. Uh, so I'm, my plan is to uh, uh, fix those uh, up, like main floor uh, small things, and rent it out in April first. And then uh, do a legal basement. Nice. nice. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's what's going on right now. I'm just uh, uh, trying to find a good uh, insurance uh, uh, for the property. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a stressful task. There are so many uh, little things involved in it. But yeah, that's what I'm going through right now. Feel free to ask questions. We've got good recommendations in Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the main thing with the insurance that I'm finding is, uh, uh, like, even for even for first ten days, if 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 it gets empty, they are saying that uh, they will not cover until like they will cover only certain part of property until yep. it is occupied. And uh, and with the uh, uh, one thing that I've noticed, and and many insurance companies uh, recently started uh, removing. Uh, a vandalism by tenant right and so some some of the guys that i was talking to they're like uh, if 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 a tenant is cooking food and if it causes the fire they said that's that that is considered as vandalism by tenant uh, and uh, for example if they flush the baby wipes that's caused like they consider is vandalism by tenant which didn't make sense to me right so uh, I'm, I'm just talking to some uh, investor focused uh, uh, um, insurance broker as well today. So let's see how, how that one goes. Do you want a recommendation? Yeah, sure. Okay, but you have to turn your volume down first because there's a huge echo. <laughs> uh, Sadler Insurance. Yeah, Steve Hambly. Definitely. Um, that's who most of the big players are using now in the Edmonton and Alberta area. Um, Steve Hambly's fantastic. Uh, he does all of our insurance whether that be for flips for burrs for our rental properties uh for our condos it's everything um it's a you know you're gonna pay a little bit more but you're getting the right package you're getting the right insurance and um if you ask anyone who has who, who's doing anything in, in edmonton like the the real players they're all using sadler oh varsh is muted yeah, yeah, I perfect. Yeah, no, okay. I, I, uh, <laughs> no, I was, uh, yeah, I was going through some of those uh, Facebook threads, and I, I've seen you recommending uh, uh, Steve there a lot of times. So yeah, that's definitely in my list for today. Nice. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's uh, the coverage is, is is exactly what you need. Um, as far as like all those other things like vandalism being removed, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, we haven't seen that, um, but. Yeah, like, and those things that you were mentioning, as far as I know, and I'm no insurance expert, but those are not tenant vandalism situations. Yeah. Um, tenant vandalism is when they purposefully trash the place um, for whatever reason. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve is amazing. He's uh, good at his job and um, he can hopefully, yeah, get you hooked up. They, Um, like all of our policies are through uh, Peace Hills and Peace Hills Insurance has incredible um, investor packages. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Look into that. Um, And don't get, don't get stuck on that for too long. You know what I mean? Uh, Yes. It's very important to do your, your research, but uh, um, sometimes it's just, uh, should I say it? Sometimes it's just better just to, just to trust me. (laughs) (laughs) and just trust what other like you know what i mean other investors have done it and and do your diligence of course make sure you look Mm -hmm. on your own but um you know the likelihood of a lot of this stuff is very 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 slim Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's it's good that you're looking into it though but you got a lot of other important things you need to be you know moving and uh you know learning about too obviously with the the refinance process and the uh, and the adding a secondary suite process it's uh, it's, it's yeah. going to be a fun project. You're going to learn lots. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely very excited about it, and I'll be still like as soon as I have possession, I'll start posting bombard the uh, Facebook page with all the 
pictures and videos and everything. <laughs> nice, nice. That's yeah. awesome, buddy. Varsha, are you coming to the um, the flip open house on the weekend? Yes, yes. I'll be. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, we'll see you there, man. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Mm. Yeah, everybody's doing deals. Do we have three callers today already? <laughs> Pretty so, awesome. So excited. Yeah, and then there's lots of comments. I saw some questions in the uh, in the comments section as well. Um, you want to do Annette first? Annette has a current frustration. We hired a contractor to complete two basin suites, and it's going so slowly. So, so slowly. So, okay. <laughs> Double so. Double so's. Two so's. Uh, we were away for a week, and when we came back, I noticed there was almost nothing accomplished since we left. The general contractor has some health issues, so I guess he was in the hospital last week. She then added, I just feel like it's taking forever and we need these suites rented so we can move forward with acquiring more properties. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Gabby? I just, unfortunately, I think like in the, and the problem with um, Fort McMurray is that you have limited um, options for contractors and you're kind of just at the mercy of them. As far as I know, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like you can just be like, Hey buddy, you're not moving quick enough in with the next guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you have that luxury. Maybe you mm. do, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, and you know, especially if there's, there's health issues and he was in the hospital, I mean, like what more can be expected of him? Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough. And um, that's definitely a, a big frustration. I hope that they're able to kind of get moving for you there. And then I wonder what her, uh, what her obligations are as well. If you have a signed quote, you know what I mean? Um, can you say, Hey, this is going too slow. I want to use someone else. Are you obligated to stick to, to uphold the agreement? Or is there a you know a, a deadline on the agreement that the that the work would be done by? I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Yeah. Um, you know we are dealing with a, a similar issue where not similar, n nowhere close to similar, but where a contractor did not do what he said he was going to do, um, and we're kind of disputing that with him right now. Um, and he's threatening to put a lien on the property and all that other jazz. So, um, yeah, I think that, that, you know, the best way to approach this is just to have a conversation with your GC and just yeah, let him know how you feel. Yeah. Let yeah. him know how you feel. I think rather than pointing a finger Yeah. and, um, maybe that might be the little kick in the butt that he needs, but at the same time, like, I also want to be respectful too. He did say that he had some health issues, so. Mm -hmm. Without really knowing full context, I want to make sure that I'm not. Yeah. That's a crummy situation to be in. Yeah, for sure. Hope it works out. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy um, has a <clears throat> question. So he opinion. says. Opin he wants our opinion. Opinion. Yeah. I would like to get your opinion on something. I have a few rentals purposefully under market rent that I'm looking to bring to market rent soon. How would you approach the conversation with the tenant about a substantial rent increase? What do you mean purposefully under market rent? Hmm. Do you know what he might mean by that? Well, I'm sure he'll explain way down at the, at the bottom there, but uh, I would assume that it was to get people in maybe during the winter. Okay, um, we've done that. We've done that. Uh, maybe it's because they were really good tenants and you wanted them to stay. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here assuming. I'm hoping that he's actually uh, giving us an answer <laughs> on the bottom. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's hard to say unless we know. But yeah, um, the I mean, the risk that you run is that you know you do a substantial increase and they gone. They're gonna leave. How would you approach the conversation with the tenant about a sub substantial? Yeah. So we're looking at words here. Right? Yeah. I don't think that there's, you know, like you can word it as nicely as you want. You can, you know, like justify it all you want, but you know, they're living there because likely that's what they can afford. 
So if you substantially increase it and you are within the laws and rights to do that, AKA if it's a fixed term, it's been 365 days mm-hmm. um, and you know, you're within your rights to do that, then, you know, there's a good chance that they'll leave. But then, you know, is that, is that so bad? You know, they leave and you get somebody in and it's at market rent. You shouldn't have a problem filling it. Well, I mean, you, you might, you might, and you might not, I don't know what your property is, but uh, now, now we're kind of getting into the pros and cons of doing a substantial rent <laughs> increase because Gabby brought up a really good point there about that. They might leave and then you could potentially have a one month vacancy. Right. So do the math. Let's uh, well, that's, it's always do the math. <laughs> that's the, so let's say your rent is $1,200 a month. Um, I'm curious what a substantial rent increase would be considered. Um, so let's, I, let's say 20% of rent. So if you want to increase the rent from 1200 to 1440, mm-hmm. right. Um, I, I think that would scare just about anyone off. It's yeah. very, like, maybe they will agree to it, but they're not going to like you much. There goes your, there goes your relationship with your tenants. Well, um, they might say, um, you know, I'm going to need time to think about this. And then they're frantically searching the market to see what's out there. And maybe mm-hmm. they realize that they're paying way under rent and that they can't find anything maybe. nearly as nice as what they're in for what they're paying. So maybe they do stay. Um, maybe. Uh, but approaching it, I would respectfully, you know, tell them that, hey, you know. Okay. Nobody can hear us. They're getting robot voices. Robot voices. Okay, it's back now. It's good. Hmm. Somebody confirm. Okay. It's, Sorry, it's, guys. Thanks for letting us know. It's the new app that I've been trying. Um, I wanted to uh, give us robot voices. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, that was, a, that was a lie. How long were we out? How long was I out? <laughs> what did you last understand? Uh, it's okay because I was rambling for about thirty seconds. Anyways, it wasn't really anything important. Um, Approaching it, I, w- I would approach it respectfully. I wouldn't do it um, in an email and just, <clears throat> this is the way that it is. I would, um, yeah, just, I, I give them some su- supporting document, uh, documents, maybe some information about the current market. Um, you know, we charged you a lower rent because of this when you first moved in. Um, but Hey, we just want to let you know that because of all of the increased, you know, utilities and uh, interest rates are going up, um, we're actually in the hole now every month. So we need to make sure that we're recouping that. We need to make sure that you know we're not, you know, in the negative every month. We want to make sure that the rent is covering our expenses. So hopefully, you can understand that we need to increase that. You know, cost of living is going up for us, and then therefore we have to. Uh, we have to pass that on, right, for the uh, to the rent. So, I think if you can do it respectfully and show them some some data and some supporting documents, then they might feel good about it. But uh, historically, uh, no one's ever felt good about finding out that you're going to increase the rent by twenty percent. Um, now, the reason why I I mentioned before, and I don't know if I was a robot at that particular time or not, but Gabby mentioned that you know they might move out. So what you need to do is you need to look at what if you piss them off and they move out and maybe it's the end of their lease or if they're just, if they can justifiably um, leave and you have a one month vacancy now, now you've got one month where you're not getting $1,200. Okay. This is all about the math. You got to do the math. So if you have one month empty, then that means $1,200 divided by 12 months is $100 a month. So by you going and asking for a $240 increase on the rent or demanding it, you could potentially lose $100 a month if they say no. So, you know, you kind of have to weigh the pros and cons of whether it's worth it. Um, So he's added a comment here and he says, I rented them lower than market rent to attract a certain tenant profile, but the market has increased by almost $200 per month. The tenant would be seeing almost a four hundred dollar increase if they stayed. Uh, yeah, they're not staying. I, I think it's almost better just to kind of. It depends on what kind of term um, you have. Fixed okay, month to month. But here's the thing: what? if 
Okay. So if there's, if you have the potential to get an extra $400 per month to be at market rent and you're not being greedy, you're not charging more than market rent, this is what you should be getting, then I think it's worth the risk of them leaving to be able to get that much I more agree. rent. <laughs> I agree. The question was, how do you approach the conversation? Yeah. I think again, with supporting documents and just letting them know, I would use the current market uh, conditions as, as your, as your reasons behind it. Yeah. Um, interest rates going up. Um, yeah, it's a potential extra $4,800. Utilities, et cetera. You know, we need to make sure that we're, we're covering those expenses. Cost of living is going up and therefore market rent is going up and we love having you. Uh, we think you're an amazing tenant. We'd like to continue to do that. So, you know, it's cut, it's maybe you can say it's increased by $500 on our end. Like we're out $500 a month right now. So, um, you know, Maybe how about we meet somewhere around $400? Mm-hmm. I mean, and they say, well, no, most I can do is $250. Well, now you can look at it. Okay, $250. Um, what's, what's the cost of me having it empty? $100 a month? Is it worth me having it empty for $100 a month to make potentially $400 a month more? And yeah, I would make that. I think that's worth, I think that's worth the, uh, uh, the risk on that one, even if it sits, it sits empty for two months, you're still, um, you just, you've, you've made some profit on that. So yeah, give it a shot. Try and do it nicely. Don't be a dick. And then, uh, if, if not, then, then sayonara. But, uh, it really depends on, you might be stuck with them for a while though, if you're in a fixed term lease and it hasn't been 365 days. So no, I'm sure you know, but, um, know your residential tenancy laws. Uh, on how often you can and when you can and how much you can increase your rent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, user, user doesn't have a name, but user asks, how are you able to bump the rent up by that much? I thought you were only allowed to raise the rent a certain amount per year based on provincial government rules. Mm. And as Corey put right below, Alberta is a beautiful place with no rent control. Um, Uh, Don't bring more. Don't bring more out of province investors here. (laughs) So that, so user is Liam from Ottawa. <laughs> hey, Liam. Um, so that duplex you're thinking about buying, uh, maybe you'll buy it in Edmonton. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, Alberta is amazing. I think people are starting to realize that. But, um, I think you're mixing up people. Wasn't Liam looking to get into multifamily? Are you mixing them up with Thomas? Who's oh, Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yep. Sorry about that. Yeah. How'd you keep track of all of y'all? I was doing good. <laughs> um, sorry. I was, I was scrolling and reading the other comments while, uh, while I was talking. Yeah, uh, there is so much. Okay. So this people, if you are listening to the recording, you have to get in here live. Like I am, I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, trying to find where we left off and like people asking questions. There's so much conversation happening in the chat that we don't even get to yeah. <laughs> like say out loud. So like, this is a community, these people. And we were actually just also talking about this last night during our um, women's mastermind meeting is that like um, the connection that all of these people are forming, like uh, one of the, women in my group, her husband went to go look at a place um, that was under renovation that another investor was was doing just to yeah. kind of um, see the renovation with with the realtor. And it happened to be somebody else, somebody else's renovation that's here in the community. Oh, no it's way. like, wait, is your wife so and so? And so it's just like, everybody like, there's this community, this connection forming where like, these people are becoming bonded and like, helping each other out and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Was this in Edmonton or Calgary? Edmonton. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really, really amazing community in Edmonton. I love it. Yeah. Um, and like so many of you are going to get to like meet each other face to face at the um, the meetup. The meetup on Sunday as well. There's going to be a lot of you. I was looking at the, the guest list last night. A lot of you are, yeah, here mm. with us every morning. So yeah, it's exciting. Uh, Corey. Corey had a comment here a little earlier. Wanted to thank you, Wayne and Gabby. Reached out to one of the mortgage brokers uh, regarding me coming to the end of my perceived ability to get mortgages and uh, had a very productive conversation. Time to learn more about ICICI uh, Bank. Yeah, I've looked into them a little bit. Uh, I, I've heard good things. Um, that's awesome. 
that's awesome. Congrats. I'm glad it worked out. Um, Okay, I mean, this is good. I missed Robbie's comment um, when we turned into robots. He said, "Really, pu- Robbie said, really pushing that robots with wrenches idea, Wayne." <laughs> <laughs> they just they just show show up at the door with wrenches, but like you can't understand them. Just like like waving wrenches around. <laughs> I'm trying to hire robots to do the podcast in the morning too, so I can sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> if I could just upload all of my knowledge into a robot, then I wouldn't need to get up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to keep going on these questions. This is good. Uh, what would you do if you have an accepted offer off market deal? No, that, so that's Kim. So Kim missed Brandy calling in this morning. Oh, <laughs> he joined in after her call. So uh, I told, I told him that he's going to have to listen to the recording. Oh, got it, got it, got Didn't it. Didn't get up f- early I, enough. I Kim. always forget that that's their business. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. We're just we're getting through these comments. Yeah, I think we're the rest of the chit chat is just um, comments back and forth. I don't think there's any more questions. In here. This has been amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy to see the people are doing deals. So happy yeah. to see the people are getting their questions in. Um, what a productive yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Chad says that. Ch- so Chad Bailey's going to be um, at the meetup and he's bringing his wife. That's awesome. awesome. I just connected with her not too long ago. So that'll be nice to meet in person. That's great. I haven't seen Chad in a while. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you because I'm genuinely interested, Gabby. What? Uh, did you drive into town yesterday for... I did. I drove 45 minutes for a viewing, you guys. After we talked about it yesterday <laughs> and we said that sometimes you just got to put your boots on, you got to drive 45 minutes for the right person. Yeah. A couple hours later, you know, Gabby says, hey, I've got like an amazing application. Somebody with- applied without seeing it. So I had sent them um, the online application a while ago. Didn't hear back from them about setting up a viewing. And an application came through and it was great. And she's like, you know, do you mind if I go drive down in 45 minutes to go do this one viewing? Because I think that we're going to fill this vacancy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll pick up the kid. Not a problem. And I never heard anything because Gabby got home and then I had a coaching call and another coaching call. And then I had uh, Barry McGuire's Facebook Live. He did Tales in the Trenches last night. And then I had another coaching call. So and then I played a couple games of chess and I went to bed and you asked t- me this morning, <laughs> this morning, right before the show, did we I fill said, a vacancy? did we fill a vacancy yesterday? And she just kind of gave me you know, like an eye roll. An eye roll. <laughs> um, so like what the hell happened? Uh, well, um, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. What? Are you leaving a cliffhanger? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll find maybe out we'll what the heck happened tomorrow. So we don't have a tenant right now. We do not have a tenant. Oh dear God. Okay. I'll tell you all about it tomorrow. All right. Gotcha. But you guys, wait, may I? Mm. Okay. So um, I do have a minute here. Gosh, were you going to end it at six or at 6.59? What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay. So it is International Women's Day, and I wanted to kind of do something for my ladies. Um, International Women's Day is a day that com- commemorates the social, political, and economic achievements of women. And um, the theme this year is gender equality today for, su- for sustainable tomorrow. And um, with the hashtag break the bias. So I hope to see all you ladies um, posting about International Women's Day today. And I want to let you all know that I see you and I support you. And I'm proud of what all of the women um, in this in this industry and beyond are doing. And so um, this morning I purchased a large Starbucks gift certificate. And if you would like a coffee on me today, just reach out and I'll send you the barcode and you can treat yourself to a coffee on me. I know it's nothing crazy, but um, I just wanted wanted to let you all know that you're seen and I I see you and I support you and um, I want you to treat yourselves today. So reach out to me if you want a coffee and I will send you that um, barcode. Awesome. Yeah. Happy uh, Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. Go crush it, ladies. And guys, thanks for listening. 
to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 